Welcome to the Product Podcast, brought to you by Product School, the podcast where you get fresh insight from leaders at top tech companies and startups. Remember, you can learn product management in person at our 15 campuses worldwide or study with us online. Visit productschool.com to learn more about our courses. You can also hang out with the leaders from these podcasts at our hundreds of annual events and catch us at ProductCon, the world's largest PM conference that takes place every year across the United States and in London. Wow, this is a lot of people. Thank you very much for, for being here today. Uh, on a similar note, I also feel that uh, XD is growing and everything, but Product School is also growing, so I'm following their journey since the very beginning. It's impressive. And thanks for, for being here and listening uh, this morning. All right, so my plan here is to talk about a lot of the things that, that I learned uh, working with product. I was the third product manager for Adobe XD. We started it uh, 2015 uh, with a small team, and it grew. Every month there's a new release, different than other tools at Adobe. So hopefully this is informative in a sense that it helps you achieve your job and, and get better. And when I mentioned design, it's not just pushing pixels, it's really like create this thing, this product, this service, based on value, focused on value. All right, so who, who am I? So my name is Damien Borba, as uh, Carlos mentioned. I took a lighting training like a while ago. I, I found a way to use the picture, so that's why I have that fancy picture there. And I wanna run an experiment today. Uh, the Adobe XD team is really focused on, on connecting with customers since day one. So if you tweet anything with hashtag Adobe XD, chances are in less than 10, maybe 30 minutes, someone will respond to you and engage with you on social media. So I want to run this experiment. If you, if you use the hashtag Adobe XD throughout this talk and ProductCon, I will give away a Creative Cloud license for one year, so all of our apps for one year, Photoshop, Illustrator, XD, uh, InDesign, After Effects, Premiere, all the apps for one year. So let's see how that goes. And after this talk, feel free to engage and, and, and uh, help us build this, this platform. All right, so let's get started. So what is value? Um, there's a lot of different definitions about value and how you can see value. This is really based on, on how I see it. Um, and if you look at the dictionary, value the regard that something is held to deserve the importance, worth, or usefulness of something. This is what's there in the dictionary. But looking at value as a product person, uh, I see, and a lot of people on the XD team, they see value as gains on pain. So a user, a, 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 a set of people, they have problems, they have challenges, they have things they're, they're trying to do, jobs to be done. And as soon as you deliver something that helps them go through that process, that challenge, they have this gain, so value for us is really gains on pains. Hopefully you can get there. And I wanna show you three things, just three simple examples of what we did that we consider value. So XD, as Carlos mentioned, now is really a platform for designers uh, working with other designers, working with de developers, working with uh, stakeholders to really go through this iterative design process so they can design low fidelity, high fidelity apps, websites, very quickly prototype them, create prototypes, share on, on the web, test on the phone, and get feedback so you can share that, get feedback, and then iterate. 
There's a lot of focus on design systems, on, on prototyping. You can do voice prototy voice-based prototypes with XD. So it's it's a very big and solid platform that we're working uh, with the community to, to build. I don't want this to be a product pitch. It won't be, I promise. It's really about my experience throughout like 20 years of working with uh, agencies and, and different products. I didn't mention, but before I worked for, for before Adobe, I worked for BlackBerry during the good days. And then uh, <laughs> PayPal uh, as a developer advocate, and now I'm with Adobe for almost five years. So it's, it's been an awesome journey. Uh, so this first challenge, some users with this mantle model around like Photoshop and Illustrator, they really wanted to have uh, guides and rulers in XD. Right? So we're building this from scratch. We're protecting the platform. We don't want, uh, for example, we don't have a preferences panel in XD. And we, we say this internally that as soon as you have a preferences panel, we, no one made a decision at that point. So that's, that's one thing that we try to protect. We're not going to build features to get XD uh, bloated. We're going to build things that make sense to users and test. So this is the first one, guides and rulers. He had thousands of votes on a system called user voice that we use to, to gather feature requests from users. And this is what people uh, with this old mental model were used to. So this is Photoshop, and you can see rulers around the canvas, that black canvas. And in order to, to uh, have guides, they use the rulers to tap and then drag, click and drag to add the uh, the guides to Canvas and then design after that. So that was the current scenario. They wanted that because most people had that mental model, but we thought we could do better. In XD, we did it differently, and we spent a lot of time researching, getting closer to, to customers to validate a solution. And our uh, idea of uh, releasing and, and delivering value was this. You get closer to the edge of the artboard, and you just drag uh, uh, the guide, and then you see all the measurements there on the guide itself, so you don't have to have rulers just to to drag uh, guides. And you can copy from one and paste into all the others, and you go from there. Very simple example. Second example here that I want to show you is around repeating elements. We know that designers, they spend a lot of time repeating elements, pushing pixels and, and designing. And normally when they design, let's say they want to create multiple cards here, like horizontally, they have to uh, select that card and then hit copy and then paste, move that card to the right. And if you need another one, maybe you can use the option or, uh, on, or uh, Mac or Windows and then you can have that third one. And then if you want to make a, a, a change to a card, you're doing one, oh my God, and now I have to go to all the other ones and do the same thing. And it's a very time-consuming process. So thinking of that, we created this feature called Repeat Grid. And we validated, we tested with a lot of users, where you just select one element. Or let's do this. There you go. Select one element. You hit Repeat Grid. And then you visually repeat the elements. And then if you need to adjust the padding, you just get closer to it. And if you make a change to one card, then all the cards update. And it's saving you time. It's making you go faster. We have this mantra saying, design at the speed of thought. You can drag images. Each image goes to a separate card. So it's very easy for designers to go fast so they don't have to have the tools slowing them down. So that's another example of, um, and you can have unique content like hello product on there as a text. And the last one I want to show is around uh, this idea of 
representing in a prototype, representing variations of a state, for example, a hover effect or a click to change a button or uh, even go through a tab that has multiple tabs. So the idea is uh, having that in, in, a, in a faster way. So initially, this is kind of the, the, the old scenario. Last year, we announced a feature called auto-animate, where you could have, let's say I want to create some sort of animation that makes a circle grow, like when I, when I click on it. So you create two artboards, the, the circle small, the circle big, and then use auto-animate, and the next you will create that transition for you automatically. Uh, but if you want to, for example, if you want to represent the Spotify screen, for every single element, you'd have to have another artboard to represent that end state and then animate. And you can very easily get to 100 artboards with uh, takes a lot of time. So this is an example of all those artboards um, to represent these kind of functionality. It's hard to maintain, hard to update, and all that. So you can see all, all those artboards there. So uh, what we did, based on, that, based on that challenge, we created this idea of states. All right, so when we have states now in XD, you can use one artboard to just create states for every, uh, every element, and then based on that, you get your, your behavior. So with just one element, you can, you can do that. So that's there. And we get good messages, positive messages like that very easily. All right, so back to the talk. So now let's talk about this, this whole uh, design for value thing that I want to communicate. So if you have a spectrum of your, your day, like as a product manager, right, uh, all the, the responsibilities you have, you can divide I think what you do in, in, in two main areas, right? There's a lot more, but you can divide it in being in discovery mode and being in delivery mode. So who here spends more time in discovery mode? Honestly. <laughs> Perfect. Who here spends more time on delivery mode? I knew I, I expected that answer. I'll, uh, as a PM, I, we, I, have, I have that same challenge, and a lot of PMs have the same challenge. So ideally, based on what I see from successful uh, product managers, if you spend 80% on discovery, you'll be able to generate a lot more value. It's super hard to get to that scenario because there's business needs, there's like, uh, competition. Like, it's, like, it's all about the future race pulling you to that side. So my goal here is to show you a little bit of the things that, that, that I learned that could help you stay in discovery more and in, in resulting in being more successful. So the first thing I would like to recommend is as soon as you recognize you're in that mode where things are just chaotic, there's a lot of tasks, you're just focused on like, oh, I need to go to JIRA and all this, uh, work on these bugs and all these different things. My, my boss, my boss's boss is really telling me to do this and that. I would recommend to stop and breathe. Like try to get back to that scenario where you have your inner voice like telling you like your instinct like let's let's do it this way it's not easy but if you stop and breathe maybe go for a walk and that really really helps then after that identify distractions right so one thing that how many people here go to bed at night and all of a sudden you realize you spent i don't know an hour 40 minutes just scrolling on social media Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. That's really, really bad, right? So I identify the, the distractions. 
as a, as a successful PM, you have to, to conquer time. So that's the first one. The same thing with competition. The competition is doing a lot, of, a lot of stuff out there. So on the XD team, we really, really focus on doing our thing the best way possible. We know the competition is there. But we're not allowing us to get distracted by all that noise. Allow yourself to be bored, right? Being quiet, being in that mode where you can, you can process, you can reflect, uh, really, really helps. So for example, I, I really like surfing, and I have the best ideas when I'm surfing. The minute I go to my phone, the minute I go to email, I'm out of that mode, and then I'm just reactive, and I stop thinking. I'm already leaving the discovery column, and I'm going into the delivery column. And another, another positive thing there, find ways to be more confident. Um, this is really important. Like, you can feed your brain with positive or negative inputs, right? And it's, it's proven. Like, if you really watch, like, people dying, like, bad stuff, like, go to news, like, it's horrible. And that, that will get to your head. So try to find ways of being more confident. Almost, like, fake it until you make it. I don't want to overpromote that, but it's, it's true. A lot of people that I know, I have a leader at Adobe, amazing, amazing leader. He told me that every time he was promoted to like a director, senior director role, he had no idea what would that be like. And that was like, whoa, really? And as it, was, it was interesting to, to understand that you have to find this, this, this ability to be more confident. And positive messages, pos positive things can help you there. Negative things, like things that good PMs know they're not. So first of all, like, stop with this thing of like big reveal. You know, like if you have, you work in a silo for, I don't know, days, and then rah, you show this thing, it's just too risky. So involve more people, work with others, work with designers, work with developers, work with program managers, project managers, to make sure everyone is involved. It pays off in the end, and we do that with XD. We over-communicate, we involve everyone, and we try to, to be more open. Second thing, you're not the designer. So the minute I, real, I, I graduated in industrial design way, way back, and the minute I start designing things, trying to make things pretty, I have this, this red flag, you stop that, you're not the designer. Maybe you're in a small company, you have to do a little bit of that, but there is a designer who can push pixels for you, focus on being on the discovery column more often. You're also not the developer. Uh, I did developer advocacy for, for PayPal, for BlackBerry in the past, and I know I can do stuff, I know I can build things, but it's, it's, it's really easy to go there. But the minute I go there, it's another distraction, it's another problem that I'm having. It's another thing that's taking time from the important stuff that I should be doing as a product manager. You're not a project manager. Right? At Adobe, we have program managers. Uh, the, the role varies from company to company, but they're more like project managers. Delegate, work with them. They can be the ones helping you al along the way. You're not the CEO. So if you act like the CEO, business pressure will make you make decisions that are not based on value. So maybe it takes time. We just announced, for example, we just announced live co-editing for XD, so multiple designers can collaborate on the same document at the same time, uh, almost like Google Docs for design. And it took us three years to get there. We tried, and there was a lot of pressure from executives to, to get that sooner, but it was not right. So now that it's right, it's out there as, as a beta feature so people can, can test it out and give us feedback. This is huge, right? This is huge. Like, I think that's one of the, the, the 
the, the most important things as a product manager, and I learned that the bad way, like I, beginning of product management, like really things are bad, things are bad. Instead of stopping and reflecting and coming up with some sort of solution, I was like making it worse and telling like, oh my God, this is bad, this is bad. So be sure you don't, uh, make sure you don't do that. Make sure you can stop. Okay, this is bad. Let's have a plan of action. Let's assess what's going wrong and let's uh, at least provide one or two possible solutions and only involve people that can really um, help you there. Like, don't create more chaos. I think product managers, they, they know how to manage chaos really well. The good ones know how to manage chaos really well. And that's, that's super important. So don't be a, that kind of amplifier. And most importantly, you're not alone. Like, as I said, you have the developer, you have the designer, you have the program manager, the project manager, you have business people helping you, the marketing team. Make sure you involve everyone. Make sure it's a collaborative process and everyone feels part of it. Not only the, the, the company side of things, but also the users. Uh, now on the positive side, let's get out of the like you're not side of things. Uh, it's really important to fall in love with the problem. So when I began uh, as a product manager, I, I remember like thinking of solutions right away and bringing my assumptions, my perspectives to the, to the journey. And that was, that was really bad because it was not based on uh, user feedback and, and it didn't work. So make sure you always fall in love with the problem. Stop trying to have ideas before you really understand the problem. Be the anthropologist, go deep. And we saw very good talks this morning on how to do that, different processes that can help you uh, do more of that. So fall in love with the problem. Uh, this is another big lesson for me. Like when you're growing as a, as a and you join a company, you wanna prove yourself, you wanna show you can do a lot of stuff, you wanna get promoted. But long term, for the ones, for the PMs that I know, like people that working in product that are very successful, they don't do that kind of stuff. They focus on their craft the best way possible. They focus on doing their job the best way possible. Of course, you, you can get recognized and all that, but don't do it for others. Don't do it to please executives. Don't do it to please other people. It's really for you, like it's your life. You're the CEO of your life. Make sure you focus on doing your job the best way possible without trying to get, in long term, if, if you're just there, for example, I have a lot of people that I worked with, they're, they left the company, they, that path doesn't work, like trying to be the center of attention and all that, that doesn't work long term. So make sure you remember that. Another big thing that we have on the XD team, uh, we design with customers along the way instead of for customers. Of course, they're gonna use that, but we bring everyone uh, during our conferences, we visit companies, so, like, we just had a, our big conference last week here in, in, in LA, 16,000 people. Everyone, not just product people, the designers, the developers, everyone, they, everyone was there to, to connect with users and, and get that feedback. We demoed new stuff, we got feedback, uh, and that was really important. Being the now, this is more personal, and uh, I, I, I really like, uh, for example, surfing, and uh, I'm not a professional, but I like getting better and all that. So I remember I, I, I listened to a lot of high performance uh, athletes like podcasts and how they think. And just like good PMs, they are really good at reacting and knowing what to do based on what's coming at them. Uh, they're really good at taking input and, and making a quick decision 
and trained to, to do it in, in a very good way. They don't, they don't keep thinking about, oh, I'm going to get that trophy. I'm going to get that. They really focus on the now, being in the now. So I remember, for example, I was, uh, last year I was uh, doing this contest, the surfing contest, and it was the last contest of the season, and I had to win to win the season. And I was like, it was bad. It was really bad. And then I remembered this, and I, I touched the water, and I was like, be here, focus on here. Focus on the things that you can control. Don't let the ones that you cannot control, like, if, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Let's, there's going to be another contest. And that was super important. And I was able to do well and everything. So make sure you find, find ways of being in the now. Uh, I'm almost done here. So this is another thing that I, I, I carry in my life. Like, everyone has a perspective. Everyone has a, a point of view. So when you go out and you talk to customers, listen to them. But be, respect, be respectful, uh, make sure you understand. Even if you don't agree with them, listen with love because that pays off in the, in the long term. It, it's really, really important. You're not learning if you're speaking, and that's, that's really important. Make sure you listen, but you listen with respect and you understand that point of view. I think being a little bit of the anthropologist helps you there. And prioritize. I think... Great PMs, they spend a lot of time prioritizing and trying to conquer time. For me, uh, my family is my number one priority. They will always be. Make sure you have your list there. And hopefully this is informally. I have an incredible family. And thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to the Product Podcast. If you like this episode, don't forget to leave a review on iTunes. For more product insights, head over to productschool.com.